1: Welcome to another edition of Mind of My Money presented by Pinnacle. I'm Neil McCready. Martin Palomo with me today as well. They're moving offices at Pinnacle. So if you hear banging and uh, chaos, it's not Martin being assaulted or anything. It's just people <laughs> moving an office, literally physically moving offices, which means there's noise. But it's okay. We have used to used to noise. Uh, We'll talk today about, we've talked a lot about the election leading up to the midterms. The midterms are for the most part in the history books now. We'll talk about what maybe we learned, what we should have learned, what we know, what we think moving forward. We'll also talk about the markets, which appear to be ripping today as we record this on a Thursday morning at 1040 a.m. Central Standard Time. We uh, always thank you for making us a part of your week, and uh, we don't take it for granted. Uh, I'll tell you real quick. I'm, t- I'm coming to you from the Clark Ford studios, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, six, six, two, two, five, seven, nineteen hundred. that number. Call it ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, the rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do it. And that's hopping to a Clark Ford today. Six, six, two, two, five, seven, nineteen hundred. And Martin, before we get rolling, tell the people about uh, Pinnacle. What's going on with you guys? How they can get in touch with you, and all of those things.
2: Yeah, man. Um, we are, uh, as you said, man, physically moving, which is a uh, kind of an exciting day for us. Uh, we're going to be in the Butler Snow Building on the sixth floor, kind of in the in the middle, in the heart of the financial district in Jackson. So, we're really excited about it. Um, you know, the I guess that's something that's changing. What's kind of not changing is. Uh, You know, the services that that we think are crucial for for clients and the focus very specifically being on making sure that, uh, you know, your financial puzzle is properly assembled. And if there are any holes or missing pieces that that we plug those things. And, um, you know, it's kind of, you know, this year has been a this year has been a a year of anxiety for a lot of folks with their, um, you know, with their portfolios. and, And there's really not very many people that have escaped unscathed. Minus, I have one client that inherited an astral, a metric ton of Chevron stock, and uh, from his father, and had was emotionally attached to it. So his portfolio has been phenomenal this year, while (laughs) while everyone else's has been getting beat up. But anyway, um, if you don't have all of your money in Chevron, which I, you know, would suggest that you do first of all a little bit. uh, You know, folks probably felt the same way, and uh, one of the things we help folks do is take some of that anxiety away by just making. Their money behave and making sure that they can, they see that they're on track for, you know, a dignified retirement or they're going to meet their goals. And, you know, lots of folks uh, may be doing it on their own investment wise, but they don't have that confidence that they're on track. So that's something we can help with. Uh, if that sounds like you, you can call us. Our number is not changing, 601-957-0323. Uh, and our email is also not changing, which is info at M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth. All
1: right, let's dive into the midterms. We've talked about them a lot. I think we should start there. Yeah. Um, I think both of us anticipated. uh, I did not anticipate a red tsunami. I'm not even sure I anticipated a red wave, but I anticipated a red something as opposed to uh, what we have. And as of this moment, what we have is in the House, the uh, Republican's on a majority, but I don't think that we're to the point. You have to have, what, 218 to be over the finish line. The Republicans right now are at 211. Democrats are at 193, which obviously means that there are some races that um,
2: that are still going,
1: that are still being determined, which is something we'll talk about in a second. I hit the refresh button to see if there's anything new. There's still a handful of uh, I guess the gray is where there things aren't known. So there's some stuff in May in Maine I should say uh, what appears to be Washington Oregon California a lot of Nevada some Arizona uh some New Mexico some Colorado uh appears to be let's see what that if I get interactive map there I guess I can't um looking for races that are still hanging out
2: um, it kind of surprises me about places like California uh, or even Washington State, you know that those would be kind of still determined. I mean, I guess that means that the Republicans are running them really tight. So I would just I would have assumed that it would have been called for the Democrats. And
1: I see one states. in Colorado, one in Maryland, one in Maine, um, one in New Mexico. That's super tight. Vasquez fifty point three over Harrell forty nine point six with 99% of the vote in, so that was really close. You've got three in Nevada that are too close to call with a percentage of the vote in somewhere between 86 and 89%. One in New York that's super close, 94% of the vote is in. So, um, yeah, those are the ones that stick out. And then, of course, in the Senate right now as we speak, the uh, Senate race is uh, the Republicans have 49 the Democrats have 48, so there are three Senate races still ongoing. Uh one is in Arizona. Let's see if I can get some uh see if I can yeah, And
2: it's kind of funny that uh it seems like the rest of the U.S. uh well I guess all the Senate seats that were up kind of had their stuff together and then the you know the battleground states they're still counting votes?
1: In Arizona right now, 76.2% of the vote has been counted. Uh, Mark Kelly, the incumbent Democrat, leads Blake Masters, the uh, GOP candidate, 51.4% to uh, 46.4%. So uh, about 95,000 votes. That feels significant. Mark Victor, the uh, Libertarian candidate, is getting 2.1% of the vote there uh, in Arizona. I'm looking for, um, and by the way, that Arizona governor race is still undetermined. It is quite close with 75% of the vote in. Katie Hobbs, the Democrat, holds a lead of just over 13,000 votes over Carrie Lake, the uh, Republican challenger. Uh, So that one obviously appears to be too close to call. Uh, And then in Arizona, the the House, they have some House races going on, Mm -hmm. super close. And one with uh, 75.1% of the vote counted, the Democrat, Jevin Hodge, leads the Republican, David Schweikert, by a little over 4,000 votes, if my ULM math is coming through. Um,
2: Harvard on the Bayou, baby.
1: Looks like in Arizona District 2, they are giving the win to uh, the Republican Eli Crane, who has 53.7% of the vote. Looking for the undetermined. Uh, Arizona District 6 is too close to call. Uh, Juan Siskamani, the Republican, has um, what appears to be almost 8,000, not quite 8,000 vote lead over uh, Kirsten Engel, the, the Democrat. That's with seventy five percent basically of the uh, of the vote counted. So that's there's two of their nine that are that are uncounted that are undeclared at this point. Um, and then the Nevada Senate race appears to be leaning Republican. I'm looking for it as we speak. Um, it looks like that one is is leaning Republican. Uh, with Laxalt, I believe is, is his name, uh, leading. I'm looking for it as we speak. Yeah, uh, Laxalt, with 84% of the vote in, he is the Republican, has a um, 49.4 to 47.6 lead over Cortez Masto, the incumbent Democrat. So if you give Arizona to the Democrats, which I think is safe, gives them 49 if you give Nevada to the Republicans, which is probably a fairly safe prediction to make, that gives the Republicans 50. And it means that the Georgia race is, in Georgia the will, will determine it. Uh, that race has already been declared that it will go to a runoff on December the 6th. Raphael Warnock, the uh, Democrat incumbent. Uh, 49.6% of the vote, Herschel Walker. The uh, Republican challenger has 48.3% of the vote. There was some vote that went to an independent candidate uh, there. And I'm trying to see who that was because that could end up really impacting this. Um,
2: well, and, and while you're looking at that, let me just – I'm going to go to talk about Pennsylvania. Okay. Did, did it surprise you? Or were you like I expected that?
1: So it all surprised. Excuse me, I'm fighting a cold. It all, it all surprised me. Um, you know, I've got. I'm gonna try to do this without being hot takeish.
2: Yeah, I mean, because
1: I've looked forward to this show because I do have some thoughts on things that surprised me. But lessons that I think we all have to see. So I have a handful of takes that are pretty simple. Uh, one is the Republicans underperformed Yep. across the board with the exception of the state of Florida, where yep. they did not underperform. They won. No. They overperformed.
2: They that beat. was a beatdown. I mean, Miami-Dade was red. I was like, What? <laughs>
1: you want to start there let's let's start there with florida okay i think there's a lot there because florida to me is in many ways a microcosm of the country it's a uh it's a state that has a a large hispanic um population it has a large cuban population
2: that's me bro Um,
1: it's got obviously a, a lot of uh conservative people in the panhandle it's got a lot of people in the uh, more southern parts of the state that traditionally are more liberal. It has a lot of snowbirds who have moved mm, yep. there and retired from the northeast, from New York and Boston, and uh, the, those types of places where those t- people are typically somewhat left-leaning and they move to Florida. And you've uh, you, you've got a melting pot in that state. There's no state income tax. People move there with money. People move there to make money. People move there to take advantage of the American dream. True. uh, There's a lot there. And when you look at how Ron DeSantis, who four years ago won by less than one percentage point, uh, won by the skin of his teeth, Ron DeSantis wins in absolute blowout fashion over over former Governor Charlie Crist. And then what I thought was every bit as interesting was that Marco Rubio, the incumbent re- Republican senator from Florida, former presidential candidate, who six months ago people said, hey, this, this, off, this race is going to be close. Uh, Rubio is in jeopardy. He was running against what was considered to be a very strong Democratic opponent, uh, former Democratic Congresswoman Val Demings. And mm-hmm. a lot of people felt that Demings ran a good race and that Demings was a factor. And whether it was because of whatever, we can talk about it in a minute, uh, Rubio won easily. Yep. Uh, he never had to break a sweat. And so that happened in Florida early in the night, and you thought, well, here we go. But the yep. red wave never got past the Florida shores.
2: It and did not. It stopped well, at Georgia.
1: <laughs> here's what I took from it. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think I'm right based on the reaction from some republicans in the last 2 days. Donald Trump, the former president, got out on the on the on the stump over the weekend campaigning for Mehmet Oz in, in Pennsylvania and others. In fairness to Trump, he campaigned for uh the guy in Ohio who won. Um but a lot of he, he spent a lot of time with Oz, that was personal to him. And Trump did what Trump does. He made it about Trump. He made it about 2000, 2020, I should say. He made it about, um, you know, what he believes happened to him in the election. He teased a big announcement next week that obviously is going to be his declaring that he's running for the 2024 presidential nomination in the Republican Party. He made it about him. And I think he also in that speech took a shot at Ron DeSantis. Called him Ron De Sanctimonious, And DeSantis never responded, never took the bait. But DeSantis has separated himself from Trump, has distanced himself from Trump. And Ron DeSantis, unlike a lot of other Republican candidates, did not get dragged down by Donald Trump. And sure. I think you saw a sea change on Tuesday night where a lot of Republicans, begrudgingly, I'll include uh, McElhaney, the McEnany, the former, this was what really struck me. She was on an interview on, on Fox News, she works for Fox News now, and someone asked her, should former President Trump go to Georgia to campaign for Herschel Walker in this runoff? And she danced around that part of it. And then she went to it. She said, "But I'll tell you who needs to go." She said, "You know, I mean, you got to look at the numbers, and you got to look at things, and you got to evaluate things, and yeah, you know, which is a no." But she was trying to be respectful to someone who gave her a tremendous career opportunity to be the the you know the the person who was the spokesperson for the White House, um, press secretary. But then she said, "I'll tell you who should go is Ron DeSantis," and I thought, "Whoa, you just said." Yep. But the person who can be the standard bearer for your party and drag weak candidates across the finish line is no longer Donald Trump. It's Ron DeSantis. Yep. I thought that was pretty fascinating.
2: Well, I mean, and I've, I'm all in, and we have the debate in my house and I think I've said this on, on air a couple of times. Like my mom is a, uh you know a big trump supporter i can't figure it out um and she and i do not see eye to eye politically even though essentially we're kind of operating in the same in the same ocean uh sort of with our political viewpoints and you know i even told her i i told her i thought and you and i have even said this on on air that um i thought there was a chance that pennsylvania was was gonna be won by the democrats and she told me i was crazy and then it happens and then she goes immediately to it was fixed this is what the liberals do you know they they rig elections it was a fixed election and i was just like okay mom i'm wasn't going to get into that debate with her at all and i was like you literally had a dude that couldn't speak and at their debate (laughs) literally couldn't speak and he won he
1: He won I referred to him, and I, I've been told I'm mean. Um, I don't care anymore. Fetterman is essentially a vegetable standing there. He, he appears won. to have the speaking ability of a second grader at in a nervous debate. And he won. And, and he not won. only did he win, he won fairly easily. Yeah. Uh, and Mehmet so I kind of wonder, Mehmet too. Memet and was, was... I was uh, conceded. I mean, there's no... There's no argument from anyone in Pennsylvania that all oh, right. is fixed. Right, uh, people are tired of hearing that. And I will say this real quickly: between now and 2024, Arizona, Nevada, you got to figure this out. Okay, you got to figure this out because this is the crap. And I'm not accusing anybody of anything. And in fact, in Nevada, they're live streaming everything so that you can see it for transparency's sake. But we've got to get faster. Our country's got to get to a place where people who question the the election Love results. Yep. Yeah. Those people look like idiots instead of people going, well, you know, maybe you have a point. Got to get past that. Um, we've got to, we've got to be able to have elections that we trust. That is absolutely imperative for a democracy. And uh,
2: I agree with that. I agree know, with and that.
1: And in Pennsylvania, I
2: don't I think anyone does disagree with that. And you know what? And I mean, and this is just a thought that I had that uh, I think this is really where like blockchain technology with smart contract stuff, really could, and I have no idea how to build it or do it. I just see like this is really a this is really where something like that could be massive because it would be instantaneous, electronically counted. You cannot change it once it's entered and in input. It is impossible to rig. I mean, the only way you'd be able to do it is if you literally stole somebody's phone. Well
1: here's what's, um, here's what's crazy to me in other countries like France for example they can have an yep. election and they know the results that night and nobody questions them. <laughs> so why we why we can't do that in the United States of America. We can put people on the moon. We're about to put people in on Mars and we can't count votes? No. I mean no, dude, we, we, we put the fun in it. dysfunction. We got to stop. <laughs> it's imperative that we stop. That on we're taking this twenty-four out, forty-eight hours after the polls have been closed. Right. It's imperative that we're not still counting a quarter of the votes in Nevada, a fifth of the votes or more in Arizona. We we must move past that place, Martin.
2: Yeah, I just don't know how. I don't. I really don't know how how it happens that that things are being counted so slowly in a day in a, in the tech revolution that we've had in the last twenty years. How this is still. It feels like we've almost gone backwards actually versus <laughs> stepping forward with election stuff, but you know I mean, and kind of tying this into markets too, you know the markets had kind of anticipated you know coming in that there was gonna be this big red wave um and and you know, and you kind of saw that and 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 I still think we'll still have gridlock, which is really even if even if the Senate stays you know democrat and the and the house goes republican you still get gridlock historically speaking we have really healthy markets when there's a democrat in the white house and there's uh republicans in both chambers of congress uh for whatever reason I, it's you know sometimes it's coincidences and sometimes it's a trend but but historically when we have a democrat in the in the white house and and both republicans are i mean both chambers are Republicans, we have good market. And I think the market started pricing that in, that we were going to have, you know, both chambers, Republican. that's, I think you saw a little bit of the markets retreated, um, some yesterday, but the good thing is, is we had a, you know, CPI report, uh, the inflation report this morning um, that came in, you know, came in healthy. It was, it still went up slightly, but it was up, lower than expected which so now the whole premise is we're getting close to the end of this thing and the fed is gonna not necessarily pivot but slow down which then markets can you know and i think that's why we have not think that's why we're having the rip today it's very future looking markets today are very future looking like for next year and year after i'm not saying it'll hold it might not hold but uh that's why they're ripping today
1: uh about a couple of things here as we just touch on it. Um, the how this is Wall Street Journal says that it's expected. The headline is latest developments now. So right. it says, um, <clears throat> I lost it, of course. Several key races. Republicans remain favored to take control of the U.S. House, control of the Senate remains up for grabs. We've already talked about that. So, uh, Donald Trump still expected to make a big announcement even though I think behind the scenes people are saying hey back off you don't need to do this before December the 6th or ever
2: <sighs> I yeah. hope ever um it needs
1: to be ever I, there, there's Trump here's the deal Republicans have to face with Trump you gotta, whether you like this or not right is, is Donald Trump motivates the left he they they hate him they're scared you're correct. of him uh, they're offended by him. They feel threatened by him. Well, those are all motivating things. And then yeah. I, here's the I deal: the, the the independent moderate voter. There aren't many of those people anymore, but they don't like Trump. They like well, Desantis. Look in Florida. Look at what yeah. he did. I mean, he he won Miami-Dade. Yes, by nine points. Yes. Look at what he did with independent female voters. Your
2: well, and that's, what I, was, that's what I was. That's what I was going to say. Did you think? Do you think the states where it's really, really close is Because I mean, and this is, and and I know we won't know right now. We'll probably know in a couple of weeks or months or whatnot when we look back. Um, you know, if if the impacts in the independent, especially independent females, is that what we get? I say we. Is that what the Republicans gave up? Um, you know, yeah. Yeah. during this during this election cycle.
1: yes, look, I, I mean, and do
2: you, think, do you think it is Roe v Wade? I mean, I know you and I talked a whole lot about how a roe v Wade leak could be you know could have an impact on on the election, but most people are going to be talking about you know economics and well, the economy. and what,
1: here's what's interesting. Uh, I, keep, I keep going back to Florida.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all
3: that's com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.
1: I keep going back to Florida in my mind because Roe v. Wade impacts Florida too. Correct, correct. But you have a you have a, a governor there. Two two things. One, DeSantis is an he's a he's a mover. When the hurricane went through, he yeah. they were ready. They were ready to roll. He
2: yeah, and the one that's smacking them right now too. The yeah, he's on top of it.
1: And when Biden came down, DeSantis put all that politics stuff away and said, "Thank you for coming, Mr. President. Here's what we need." And yeah. and people in Florida like that. Why? Because people want to be able to go to work. Yeah, people want to be able to to get their people want to be able to feed their families. So yes, I mean, look, they did exit polls. Two thirds of Americans uh, disagree with the decision to roll back Roe v. Wade. Um, Two thirds of Americans don't believe in taking uh, any pr- reproductive rights away from um, from females. What did well? Well, I want to be careful here because Gretchen Whitmer and I have a I have a take on her. In a minute, uh, Gretchen Whitmer referred to people who have periods. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know if you had to meet a man who had a period, but apparently that's that is um, you can't talk about that. But you know what? What's great? Here's what. Here's what's interesting. Ron DeSantis does. He says, "Hey, this is where woke comes to die." Right? In and, Florida, yeah, and women who have children, for the most part, love that. You don't, you don't mess with people's kids.
2: Yeah. You do not education Oh, uh, we said that in the beginning of COVID. If this if COVID was killing kids, there would be a totally different ballgame.
1: So here's what blows me away. And I won't tell who this is from, but this is from somebody that I know who has strong Michigan roots. Okay. From All friend. right. From a friend. I'm going to find it. I get my text has blown up in the last two days. Let me find it real quick. Here we go. He says here's the most disappointing thing to me. People like Gretchen Whitmer went full authoritarian. She shut down the state, referring to the Michigan governor. She wouldn't let people buy anything but food. She wouldn't let kids go to school. She put COVID patients in nursing homes. She wouldn't let people go out to dinner, but she was going out to dinner. She wouldn't let people see their elderly parents, but she went and saw her elderly parents. She wouldn't let people put their boats in the Great Lakes, but her husband got their boat on the lake. Forget the job for a second. This isn't just bad policy. This woman is a horrible human, a rules for thee but not for me type, a petty tyrant. They should have been able, referring to the Republicans, been able to run a house plant against her and win, yet she was easily reelected. It blows my mind. And so here's my question to you about the the left, because the left loves to accuse the right of being rigid. Are Democratic voters right now just voting straight Democrat because, by God, that's what they want? They've gone so woke that you can't even, in the privacy of the ballot box, you can't even look at a woman like Gretchen Whitmer, who's a horrible human being, who could not have handled COVID any worse, who killed people in COVID, who destroyed young people in COVID, who still was doing the mask bullshit theater two years into COVID.
4: She won,
1: and the candidate running against her was pretty solid. And she won. I mean, that makes me wonder if states like Michigan, this is where I'm going with this because I, i'm I'm you and I've talked about this. I do not believe the United States of America goes on another two hundred years. One of the reasons that the governor, I think, won in New York is because so many Republican-leaning people in New York just left in COVID.
2: Yeah, you may be right about that.
1: I wonder if a place like Michigan is just, hey, if you come here, you know what you're coming to. So if you move here, shut up. This is who we are. And I wonder if a lot of the people who don't believe in that go, hey, you know what? This isn't the place for us. Yeah, I'm out. We need to move. And they're going to places. Texas. I'm going to Texas. Going to Florida. I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Florida. I'm moving to Alabama. I'm going to these places and I'm getting out. And I wonder if that's when I say civil war, everyone goes, "Oh, you mean like a like Gettysburg." No, 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 no. Not where we're all shooting each other. Right, like, right. But that happens in the subways now. I'm talking <laughs> about I'm talking about people go, "You know what? There's a part of the country that belongs to people like me." And there's a part of the country that belongs to people like them. And people begin to just go. I think that happens.
2: Kind of like man in the high tower type team.
1: Except for for not
2: different countries.
1: And I think we get to a point where much of what happened in Europe, where I think people go, there's no reason that a Floridian is governed in the same way that a Michigander is. I do. I think that's going to come. I know it's a hot take and I won't be alive when that comes to fruition. I, I don't think. Um, I don't know that I want to live another 200 years, but, um,
2: (laughs) no, I don't,
1: you know, I'm not trying to exit early,
2: but yeah, uh, I I
1: don't know how much I would be able to enjoy a a good walk at age 252.
2: Um, I don't know, man. You might, we might, we might be cyborgs by then. So you
1: never know. I mean, I'm, I'm working out. I'm trying,
2: um, (laughs) be harder to kill nine pounds,
1: nine pounds for my target weight. I'm getting there.
2: Um, that's awesome.
1: So, you know, you look at, you look at this and and you go, that's what I kind of wonder. I do. I kind of wonder after COVID where people declared themselves. The one great thing about COVID, and it might be the only great thing about COVID, is people declared themselves in COVID. Like today, if you see someone walking down the street with a mask on, and don't get me wrong, you have a right to wear the mask. But I will bet any amount of money which way you vote. Any amount, and I'll win. You're a dipper, you're a liberal, you vote Democrat. You vote straight Democrat, the mask is is a piece of of, of uh um, propaganda Comfort. paraphernalia yep. at this point in the same way if I walk down the street wearing a cubs hat, pretty decent guess that I'm a Cubs fan yeah so it's it's that right if I if I go to a Carson soccer game tonight and I pass by a guy wearing a Mississippi State sweatshirt and a Mississippi State hat I'm gonna guess that he's cheering for the Bulldogs on Saturday probably probably gonna nail it I guess yeah. there's a one percent chance that he's just putting on the stuff It's unlikely.
2: Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think the Dodgers and the Yankees are probably the only two. If I see a baseball cap that I'm, that they may not actually be right Yankees or Dodgers fans. Right. It's you, just a fashion but statement. You, but you get, yeah, right. you're wearing Mississippi yeah. State. You're probably a Mississippi State fan. I can't imagine that someone would be walking around Oxford in Mississippi State gear, uh, just just for grins, unless they really love Mississippi State.
1: And then I look at the race in Georgia, and I look at the race in Pennsylvania, and I I, I look at it and I say, hey, in defense of the voters, in defense of the voters, when you're given, the two choices are, I don't want to be graphic. The two choices are, okay, you can have this piece of rancid chicken, or you can have this piece of rancid pork. Pick. And they both go, yeah, but neither one's any good. Yeah, no, but th- those are your choices. Well, I want a different choice. Well, you can't have a different choice. Those are your two choices: <laughs> Marshall Walker, who has an abusive past. Uh, a lot of people who n- know him say he's not a good human being. Yeah. Uh, Raphael Warnock is not a good human being. Those are your those are your choices. You're in Pennsylvania. You you didn't get to choose to vote for hey a guy that probably represents me as a Pennsylvanian. Not even right left, but as a Pennsylvanian, you get. Mehmet Oz, who's a Oprah Winfrey made Donald Trump supported celebrity doctor versus a guy who had a stroke, literally, yes. literally is suffering from a stroke and cannot communicate. Those are your two choices. So in fairness, and he won. in fair. Yeah. So what's coming now, I think, if Trump doesn't do the right thing is he won't. So I agree with you. So here's what I believe. Someone says, what do you think is going to happen? I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. And I hope to God I'm wrong. But Joe Biden yesterday, the president of the United States, who frankly got a victory on Tuesday. Joe Biden said, I'm planning to run. And I think had there been a red tsunami, I think the Democrats would have looked at Joe Biden and said, no, no,
2: I'm not doing
1: it. You're out. Yep. We're going to we're going to we're going to run you out and now I don't think they will I think they look at Joe Biden and go you know it's the damnedest thing but he's the one guy in our party that people seem to be okay with and we're going to run him again and what you're going to see I think is a democratic field but there is no challenger to Biden and therefore in our primary system which is all screwed up in our primary system I think you're going to see a lot of Democrats go vote in the Republican thing and they are yeah. vote for Trump
2: because he because he can be beat by give
1: him the nomination because yep. Donald Trump will not beat Joe Biden in a general election Donald Trump will not beat Joe Biden in a general election and I think the Democrats are smart enough strategically to know that Ron DeSantis probably would
2: man and you're you know what and you're I, I, you are on something with that because I mean I would probably do it too if if uh, you know the the person that I wanted on my ticket was already a shoe in, I would probably go vote in the general of uh the opposing party and
1: of course it's and our, try to
2: pick the weakest candidate.
1: We were talking about baseball teams, I like a baseball analogy, right? Yeah. Your baseball team is guaranteed to be in the World Series. You get to decide who the other team in the World Series is. Okay, yeah. well, do you want it to be the Astros? Because they're really good, or do you want to see like maybe the Mariners pull off an upset and get in over their skis a little bit? Your answer is oh give me give me the Mariners. Yeah. I don't want to play the Astros. My goal is to win. I want to raise the trophy at the end of the day. I don't want to have to go through them. And so if I have a way to sabotage that 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 championship series on the other side, and I'm the Cubs, for example, and I can you say hey you can play the Mariners, you can play the the, the Astros. You get to pick. Well, let's get the Astros beat. And then I'll take my shot against the Mariners. I know that I've got to, I've got to play well to beat the Mariners. But I can beat them. I don't know that I can beat the Astros even if I play well. And I think the Democrats are smart enough to know that, and I think that's what's coming. And for our country, it's terrible news that we're going to be left with again. Here are your two choices. You can have a poop sandwich or you can have a vomit sandwich. Go for it. Pick. But you got to eat one or the other. And you go, no, I don't want either one. Well, That's not an option. You get one of them. Pick. you got to eat one. But I don't want either one. Well, there's no other choice. And there is no third party coming down the aisle anytime soon. We're we're locked into this two party thing. You see that in the numbers when you look in states where a third yep. party ran. I mean, a, a successful third party is getting four percent of the vote.
2: Well, and uh, and for Trump, I think that he's 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 too narcissistic for to not to not to not put his name on there. I mean, it would really take. I think it really. Oh man, I don't know what it would take actually.
1: If he believed, if if he could be convinced by the people that he listens to, that hey, does he listen to people? I, well, that I don't know. If, <laughs> I was if, kind if, of being
2: sarcastic. I'm sure there's I, someone that has it there. but
1: I mean, maybe it's his family, maybe it's his children. If someone said, "Hey, Mr. President, you you're you're doing two things. One, you're setting yourself up for an embarrassing failure." Two, you're destroying what is left of your legacy. And three, you're going to literally just kind of kill yourself here. Instead of announcing that you're running, why don't you announce that you're not? Why don't you announce that, hey, it's time to pass the torch? Um, I I I I ran for president in 2016 and I won. I ran for president in 2020, and and I I got 75 million votes. Uh, I obviously have feelings about that, but it's time for me to back off that and let that go. And uh, it's not time for me to run again. And I wish the uh, rest of the Republican field well. And if anyone needs me, you know where to find me. And uh, I'm going to go do what I do well, which is raise money and run businesses and. Um, i'll be a commentator and i'll 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 be around but i'm not going to be the guy barnstorming the country anymore i'm going to go play golf and enjoy my uh, later years uh, and and um peace out yeah and i think if he did that and went away that would settle the field a little and it would it would also for it would force the democrats to go okay
2: we got to find Trump's, someone better.
1: Trump's not on the ballot because I give the Democrats a ton of credit. Ton of credit. They are able to somehow put Trump on the ballot when Trump's not on the ballot.
2: Yeah, this is true. You know, and I don't know, man. It's like a it's like a nightmare when we're going to live all over again if if this thing happens and 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 there's people that are fully on board. Uh, on the Trump side, I mean, I one of them lives in my house, and I just can't understand for the life of me. And she, and you know, and like we have the debate. I am like, Mom, DeSantis is like checks all the boxes. She's like, No, he's a good governor. He needs to continue governing Florida and wait four more years until he grows up a little bit. I am like, What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, no, he is
1: he, he, he in four he, in four years he'll be term limited, and and no, it, it's his it's his time, it's his time. If, if he waits till twenty twenty eight. Uh, he'll be two years out, just because he can't run for re-election in Florida. He he just got re-elected. Yep. Uh, Ron DeSantis can't run for re-election in twenty twenty-six, uh, so he would be off the. You know, a lot of people believe that Chris Christie, the former governor of New Jersey, waited too long. And in our news cycle today, that goes so fast. Fast, yep. Ron DeSantis can go from being the hot guy to the old guy in kind of a snap of a finger. He's he's got it right now. He's he is emerging as, Strike, the, was hot. as the face of the Republican Party. And, and look, this is going to be a long campaign. Um, I was listening to Carl Rove the other day, and he said he did not believe that there would be a ton of candidates, that, that this would not be like the Democrats in 2020, where you had 20 people, the
2: whole stage. Yeah.
1: You know, he says he thought it would be more like
2: seven or eight. I'd be surprised if there are that many. I mean, maybe initially, yeah. I think it'll whittle down quick. I do too. And so I if think it, uh,
1: if it's DeSantis and he kind of emerges quickly in, uh, you know, late 2023, early 2024, I think it sets the stage for the Democrats having to make a difficult decision at that point. Do you indeed ride with Biden in a race where, hey, you might not win this, or do you? Does that force you to to do something uh, with Newsom or someone like that? But look again, I mean. I think anybody who looks at this objectively must say that Tuesday was a victory for, for president Biden.
2: Yep. It's vinegar in the mouth, but, but you're right. It was, um, there
1: was no wave and there was all this talk about a wave and, and no. Joe Biden said there wouldn't be a wave and he was right. And you have to give credit where credit's due. You must, if you're going to evaluate it honestly and and look ahead to what it means, um, Look it it appears that he's going to lose the house and it's possible that he could lose the house and the senate and indeed be a, a lame duck by the 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 slimmest
2: definition. Yep.
1: But uh it is certainly not what Democrats feared which was that the Republicans would have 54 Senate seats and that they would have this overwhelming majority in the house where they could um have all these committees and investigations and 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 go after his son and all of those things it just appears that's not going to really happen.
2: Which honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I hope that that we don't do all of that stuff right now. Uh, like investigations into Biden's son. Uh, I think there's more important things to focus on.
1: Here's the other thing that I want to point out about Trump in Georgia. Okay, Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, was running for re-election. Yep, against Stacey Abrams, who was incredibly well-financed. The Democrats put a lot of money into Georgia and uh they ran hard against Kemp. Kemp could not carry Walker across the finish line yet he won easily. Four years ago he won by about 55,000 votes. This time he won by more than 300,000 votes. So he won easily and um Stacey Abrams, four years ago when she lost, she disputed the election for pretty much forever. And on uh, Wednesday, on Tuesday, I should say, she made a call. Yep, She uh, conceded the race. Uh, Kemp said he appreciated her call, which he described as, quote, very cordial, very short. Um, But she did concede the race. And um, here's what's interesting. Trump went after Kemp. You know, he wanted Kemp Back in 2020, to be more, to contest the election, Kemp refused, and Trump went after him. Well, Kemp won easily. Uh, Herschel Walker is a a Trump guy, kind of endorsed by Trump, maybe put into that race by Trump, and he couldn't pull it off. Maybe he'll pull it off on, on December the 6th, maybe he won't. But I do think that's telling that in a state like Georgia which is officially purple, Brian Kemp won and Herschel Walker couldn't get there and there had a big difference as it pertains to Donald Trump
2: and I'd be interested to see um, in the runoff the volume of voting uh you know versus versus the November ballot like are there going to be well
1: yeah because all those Republicans who went to vote for for uh, for Kemp they got they got their guy, Kemp won. Do they look at the two sandwiches and go, Okay, well I guess I'll eat one? Or do they go, No, you know
2: what? That's your problem.
1: I don't care. They still
2: end up having to eat one though.
1: <laughs> yeah, the thing is, that's what I've told people, you know, I was talking to someone in Georgia yesterday who said, I just don't like either candidate and I said, Well, I think you gotta pick the one that you think is the least damaging for your country.
2: Mm. Yeah, and that's a
1: cuz if walkers and uh, if walkers in the Senate, it's 51 to 49 in all likelihood and then they can stop Biden and you know the the battle on energy at least gets stopped at this point. Put on, put on the back burner and DeSantis is going to run on hey, I'm going to open I'm going to open the drilling. am we're going to be energy independent. We yep. we are not going, you know, I mean DeSantis is going to be able to go into those those states like Wisconsin and Michigan and Ohio and um, those kinds of areas, the way that Trump did in 2016, and those people who depend on energy, those people are going to be receptive in all likelihood to that. I I believe we've set the stage for what's going to be a, a fast. I said this before, a fascinating couple of years. But now the difference is, I believed that the Republicans would do so well that 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 Biden would get pushed out and now i don't i believe biden will run for re-election
2: yeah it'll be and it'll be interesting to see i mean i guess the general well not the general the campaigning will really probably begin january we'll we'll know we'll know more in january about what the field is going to look like it'll yeah. be interesting to see what the democrat the liberal field looks like will there be anyone or will it be no one
1: i don't think there will be a field I think they look at it and say, let's, they obviously look, they're very smart. Give them credit. I mean, they they fought back on this. They were very ready. Um, they, I think they look at it and go, you know, it's hard to believe, but that guy, he beat Trump, and he prevented the midterm disaster that we all feared, and we probably ought to ride with him, because what alternative do you have? Gavin Newsom?
2: Although that would be, as you and I have said before, would be very telltale to see a uh, Desantis versus Newsom. Uh, oh, you would, know, to would. see where the country, where the country stands
1: from an ideology standpoint, you would see everything with with Biden. The one thing that Biden's able to do is he's still, and some people just get they they like it. He's kind of does the grandpa thing, and there are people <laughs> that just go, ah, you know what, maybe he's. Maybe the elevator doesn't go all the way to the top, but he's okay. Because, look, the national media is not reporting. Your common voter, our electorate, let's get real. We're not all the sharpest tax in the box.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: head down to your local Walmart. Just walk the aisles for a little while. Walk the aisles for a little while. And tell me how many of those people you think are keeping up with the news.
2: Yeah, very little
1: I mean, those people aren't aware of the laptop. They don't care about the laptop. What is interesting, though, is that the Repu- the Republicans could not gain ground on an environment where crime is up. Yep, inflation's up. The cost of everything is up, and they couldn't gain ground. And so you do wonder, like you were talking about, how the early signs are that inflation's waning a little and that the markets are about to kind of boom again.
2: Yeah. If that happens, that's tailwind for, for the left.
1: Biden, Biden could run on that with, Hey, we yeah. got through it. You know, it was a global Biden's message would be, it was a global economic crisis.
2: It and he's not wrong city. if he says that too. So right, he's so not, he's, yeah, he's not lying.
1: And if he um, goes, I told you it would get better and it's gotten better.
2: Yeah. And it looks like too. I mean, I know we're the cleanest dirty shirt, you know, hanging up, um, You know, but it looks like it looks like the U.S. will actually pull through uh, sooner than, you know, than developed Europe, because developed Europe has some fundamental cracks that that we just don't have. And a lot of that has to do with uh, energy sources, Um, you know, and I realize that's a hot topic. We just talked about what DeSantis would do versus what, um, you know, what's being done now. But we are not. You know, if push comes to shove, we are not 100% dependent on foreign national or foreign, foreign industry to, uh, to give us energy. We yeah. have it onshore. Yeah. And that's big, man. I mean, that's, that's huge because you look at cost of heating oils and, and even just gas in, uh, in Europe versus here. And we are, we are definitely the cleanest, dirty shirt.
1: Anything else, my friend, before we, uh, pass
2: it off? dude. No, I mean, there's so much, we could have probably done a, a two hour show or a three hour show on all the things to talk about. Um, but you know, and also this time of year, I'll just kind of wrap up with, a with, a looking at portfolios type thing. Okay. You know, this time of year, also people, I mean, the markets generally, um, are positive, uh, during the, and you know, sometimes folks call it the Santa Claus rally and stuff like that. And, you know, minus don't if you don't look at 2018, you know you kind of look at the last decade too, and uh, Q4 has has uh, has been good. So, you know, it is opportunities for people if they're managing their money on their own. If you have any losses, you know, in your portfolio, which most people do, um, go ahead and harvest them. You know, in these last couple of months, to be able to have you know some tax uh, some write off for your taxes, because uh, if you know if markets continue to rip. Um, you know, then, then you're just going to have more taxes to pay <laughs> next year. So when, uh, when, you know, I guess as I say, when, when you get lemons, make lemonade. So that's the lemonade for, for the, for the year. And go ahead and, go ahead and do it because markets generally do rip. All
1: right. We will, uh, we will stop there with that piece of advice and we'll come back. Uh, we're back next week, right?
2: Yeah, We, uh, wait. Um, I'm going to have to look at, actually, I think, next week i am out uh because okay. bella and i are going on i take one kid a year on a trip by themselves They yeah. get to pick and choose where we go um just it's me wanting to spend one-on-one time with my kids and uh that. what's that
1: she wanted to go to monroe watch the water ski.
2: <laughs> yeah she she did man she wants to learn how to water ski and i was like well i, I know where we can go do that Absolutely. no it's funny man she actually chose uh she she wants to go to orlando um to to the house of mouse so we are uh we are disneying it up man but we have i have annual passes and we're part of the vacation club so it's actually it's kind of nice for me because that means i have less money coming out of my pocket (laughs) for yeah for this trip than i would normally have so
1: so unless uh I've got a couple of, and, I, I might do a, I might do a show here on, on uh, mind of my money without Martin next week, but in the event that we don't yeah. week after that,
2: it's Thanksgiving. Or we could tape early. Yeah, we could tape, tape early too. So. We'll,
1: figure, we'll figure something out. So we'll be back with at least one bef- between now and Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll go from there. So thanks again for making us a part of your week. Don't forget. It's my dot com. M Y P I N N wealth.com for Martin Palomo. I'm Neil McCready. Have a great weekend and we will hope to talk to you again very soon.